Thank you for downloading this podcast hosted by the Cambridge MBA. The World Economic Forum just concluded its annual meeting in Davos, and that's what most people would associate the WEF with. But is there more to the WEF's work? With us to tell us more about the World Economic Forum is a current Cambridge MBA student, Tessima Tesfachu, who, before the MBA, was Deputy Head of the Technology Pioneers Project at the World Economic Forum. So, Tesma, first tell us, what is more to the WEF other than Davos? Um, hi, Conrad. Um, well, well, as you rightly said, a lot of people um, immediately asso- associate the forum with um, Davos, um, as that is its flagship summit. Uh, but there are, um, there's a plethora of other activities that the forum's involved with. So first of all, the forum is basically the, uh, I'd say, the world's sort of foremost convening platform for um, business, government, media, civil society to all come together to uh, tackle some of the world's issues, or at least that is the premise of the organization. It actually started unintentionally as a, as a one-off meeting in the mountains in Davos back in the 60s, um, and since then has grown in popularity and has grown into sort of the organization that it is today. Um, the forum really has two two sort of core aspects to to, to what it does. Um, first of all, it organizes meetings throughout the year for business and government and different stakeholders to come together to address some of the, the world's most pertinent issues. And I, th- I believe there are around 10 uh, events a year. There are two annual meetings, as we call them, one in Davos and one in China. And there are another eight regional meetings that focus uh, in the different regions of the world, for example, Africa, uh, there's an East Asia summit, Europe, Latin America, etc. And these meetings have uh, very much focused on sort of issues that are pertinent to, to those specific regions. Um, but as well as sort of organizing uh, conferences and meetings, the forum actually undertakes many different uh, initiatives and projects um, throughout the year. And actually these uh, meetings are used as sort of a source of the inputs for these projects and initiatives. Most of them actually come from the outcomes of the discussions that take place at these meetings. So it's sort of like a, a flow and a yin and yang between the, um, the conferences themselves and the, the reports and projects that the forum works on throughout the year. Um, in fact, I'm not exactly sure, but I believe there's approximately 40 or so um, initiatives being taken at any one time. I know at the moment there, there's one on gender parity, there's tackling corruption, uh, on entrepreneurship, sustainability, envi- and environmental issues, uh, different industry issues. And the forum publishes some 70 reports every year. So there is a lot going on. The, the conference side in Davos is sort of just one facet of the forum. It's the one that most people know, but there is sort of a lot more to it. So Tesma, what was your role in the World Economic Forum? So um, I worked for one of the programs at the forum called the Technology Pioneers Program. Um, what we aimed to do was identify and award startup companies for their innovations in technology. Um, and when I say innovations in technology, it can mean one of two things, either for their, the design and development of brand new sort of groundbreaking high-tech um, discoveries or for companies that were using existing technologies but in innovative ways to help improve society or, or, or industry. So um, our job was basically to research and scout for these companies to then try and get them involved in the forum's activities to contribute to the discussions to help with our initiatives and reports. 
Um, so how did we do this? Basically, uh, with the help of um, strategic partners, with the help of venture capitalists, academics, technology experts, basically the people that we had access to through the forums network, uh, we would source nominations uh, and search for these companies and ask them to complete um, application forms. Uh, using these application forms, which ask for sort of a lot of details on their financials, on their product innovations, patents, um, who was backing them, and so on. Uh, we would evaluate them on five criteria, which were innovation, the, uh, the proof of concept, uh, you know, does their technology actually work? Is it proven or is it still at the sort of lab stage? Mm-hmm. Um, who the leadership team was and, and sort of their credibility. Um, the, the potential impact of this technology on society or industry, and then the potential of the company for long-term growth and sustainability, because what we're interested in doing is finding companies sort of that, that, that had a, a long future ahead. Um, and so after sort of a lengthy and rigorous selection process, we would usually uh, select 25 to 35 companies in the fields of IT, telecommunication, robotics, energy, um, clean tech, health, uh, and so on. And these companies would then become members of the forum and invited to participate in meetings like Davos to, to contribute to uh, what, what our, our vision and mission is, which is uh, to improve the state of the world. What's in it for uh, a company that's uh, identified through this process? I mean, what do they gain out sure. of this? I mean, you know, the, the forum is um, it's a fantastic networking organization as well as working on these projects and initiatives. It's you know, the, the, the members of the forum are the world's leading academics. It's the Fortune 1000 CEOs. Um, it is the, sort of the leading um, international organizations and non-governmental organizations, media agencies. So, um, you know, these are startup companies, and they're sort of thrown into a network uh, which might not have been available to them before. So it also gives them uh, a global stage as well. So as well as being able to sort of share their experiences and share their technology with the world, it also gives them an exposure which they probably wouldn't have uh, been able to to achieve otherwise. Mm. What are some of the technological trends that the World Economic Forum uh, feels would have most impact, say, in the developing world? Um, So, you know, some of we we see a lot of different ones. Um, I think some of those that that we've seen recently um, that, that impact the developing world specifically. And this would be sort of those companies I was referring to, many of which use existing technologies in innovative ways. Um, a lot of them uh, recently have been around sort of e-banking and e-finance. We've also seen um, some around um, using mobile phone applications for agribusiness as well. Um, and actually, one one company that we brought in before before I left the forum to come and pursue the MBA is actually located here in Cambridge, mm-hmm. and it's called uh, Azuri Technologies. And uh, what Azuri do, does is they try to serve um, the rural off-grid uh, market in Africa with electricity. So currently, many sort of rural communities in Africa, they're off-grid, um, and they use kerosene lamps for lighting in homes. Um, kerosene isn't expensive, but it's quite harmful. Um, sort of, it has some, some health implications. And so, what they're trying to do, like many other companies, is bring solar power to these off-grid communities. The issue with solar power is there's often a large capital requirement or a capital cost in terms of buying the actual panel and installing it. Much of which, you know, people who live on two or three dollars a day can't afford. So, Azuri comes with uh, an innovative business model whereby. What they do is they actually come and install the um, solar panels and the, 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 the wiring system themselves free of charge. 
And what local residents can do is buy scratch cards at their local shops or vendors, whereby they purchase a day or two days or three days of electricity. So in a sense, uh, Azuri is setting up a system whereby they're renting electricity mm. to, to people in rural areas, giving them access to, uh, to solar power. That's fascinating. So how can companies or NGOs work with the World Economic Forum? Um, I mean, currently the major sort of um, international organizations, NGOs, um, you know, other groups, civil society groups, um, as, well as, as well as major Fortune 1000 companies and so on, uh, most of them are already engaged with the forum. Most of them uh, work with the forum on these different projects and initiatives. Some projects are, are towards um, creating a, a greener and brighter tomorrow. Some are um, around partnerships for dealing with corruption. And, you know, some are, have some sort of an industry focus. Um, but most of them are an attempt um, to come together and improve some sort of challenge or some sort of issue that the world is facing. Thanks very much, Tessima, for letting us know all the, the fascinating stuff that the World Economic Forum does. I think come next year, when they have their annual meeting in Davos, I will bear this in mind and I, I will know that there's a lot more to WEF's work.